Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. He was up each morning with the dawn because he knew his daily run was long and hard and he had to be ready to get his freight train down the track determination he would never lack the little locomotive called freight train freddy everybody was hi everyone <laughs> welcome to getting on top I'm your host, Paul Morris, and we're here Wednesdays from 4 to 4.30 p.m., broadcasting from the southern Hudson Valley region of New York State. You out of town is that's just the northern suburbs of uh, New York City, my hometown. And um, if you would like to call in for uh, a question or a comment for me and my guest, you could dial one three four seven two one five nine four five six. That little ditty was Freight Train Freddy from the book of the same name. It's a, a rhyming children's story about a 19th century steam engine and its daily run. Uh, you could check out the pictures and some of the uh, verse, the beautiful pictures by Peter Tazone. Peter also wrote and sang that song. And uh, you can get the... Uh, uh, the e ebook version for two ninety nine for the iPad or Kindle. The iPad also has a song included, same price. Just go to ftfcreations.com, FTF as in Freight Train Freddy, creations.com, and you can check that out. You could also buy the uh, soft cover version there as well. I have another uh, native New Yorker with us today, uh, Penny Cohen. It's been here a number of times, and we're going to talk about who am I, why people, most people at least, are not comfortable being themselves. Uh, Penny Cohen is a transformational psychotherapist, relationship counselor, and the author of Personal Kabbalah, 32 Paths to Inner Peace and Life Purpose. You can find out more about Penny at www.pennycohen.com. P-E-N-N-Y-C-O-H-E-N. Today we're going to talk about how influenced were you by your parents and other significant people in your life? Are you actually being yourself or are you trying to be someone else? Why would a person want to be someone other than themselves? What uh, It happens much more often than you think. And uh, how can you tell when someone, when this is true about someone else or even about yourself? You know, we do lie to ourselves, right, Penny? Sometimes. We lie to ourselves, to other people, yes. All yes, the time. even if we don't want to. <laughs> even if we think we're not. <laughs> even if we don't want to and even if we don't we aren't aware of it. 
Right, right. Yeah. For another, you know what? Good topic for another time. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's well, it's part of it. You know, we do, we do. We're all imperfect. That's why we're here. And uh, you know, we do our best to be honest with ourselves and others. But it's you know, it's something to strive for. Um, so, wh- who are we? Why are people not comfortable being themselves? What do you think about that, Penny? Well. First, I would like to give a quote that I will also end with, only add to it, where Pierre Teilhard de Chardin, a French Jesuit priest, said, we are not human beings having a spiritual experience. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. And the human experience is whatever is going on in our lives. And the reason why um, we aren't ourselves is that if we're 100% honest, very often we think people around us won't love us. Hmm. In other words, Why would they we, think that? Well, we think, okay, because we have an ego. And an ego, an unhealthy ego, is an accumulation of memories and vows from past lives, ancestral lineage, including parents' messages and conditioning, and racial, cultural, political, and societal influences. And it includes the thoughts, feelings, and beliefs in this life that we not only formulated about ourselves, and the decisions we made on how to live life based on how we were treated and the way we behaved in order to get attention. In other words, we're afraid people won't give us attention unless we give them what we think they want. Or they may give us the type of attention we don't want. (laughs) Exactly. By thinking we're wrong and not adequate. And uh, so in order to try to be more adequate, we may impersonate others who we think are more worthy than us. Uh, As you said, uh, it comes from not being comfortable with who we are, which is very often the case with most people. By the way, just to remind you, Penny, and our listeners, uh, we did a program called Why We Lie, one of the better oh, programs, right. I might say, over the seven years. Remember that about the book? That's why right. We it's lie? the same concept, absolutely. Exactly. That's why I bring it up. And just as you said, in fact, when you when you mentioned that quote, were spirits having a a uh, you know a physical experience? You know, why we lie has a lot to do with... Spiritual beings having a human experience. Okay. Spiritual beings having a human experience. That fact that we, and we just, you know, go into it if someone wants to go into the archives and listen to the show. I think it's very worthwhile. And also check the book out. Um, Very interesting question. That, you know, on the other side, we're perfect, basically. But here, (laughs) we're everything, anything but... So perhaps well, we're just trying we're to. Well, we're still perfect, uh, Paul, until well, we you know what I, tell well, we ourselves don't think we, lies of not okay. being good enough, 
smart enough, good-looking enough, intelligent enough, enough of enough, okay? Well... The way I see it working is um, that we come out of a nice, warm, watery womb. Use your imagination a little bit. And we come into a room that may have more noise than what we're accustomed to in the womb. There might be brighter lights. There might be uh, a cooler temperature. And the doctor may even smack us to get us to breathe. What sense do we get out of life? Mm-hmm. Well, sure. I, I, I didn't a, mean to say life is scary, we were imperfect. Life is mean, but oh. let, let me finish for a minute. I'll, go, I'll just sorry, do sorry, two or three was a question. Okay, was a, But okay. now we're... No, well, what we get out of life is generally life is scary, life is is a pain, okay? And then we're six months old crying for nourishment and mom's on the phone and doesn't hear us. So the question would be, what sense do we get out of our caretakers? Nobody's around to take care of me. What belief do we formulate about ourselves? I must not be important. These are the beginning mm. of the lies that we tell ourselves. What decision do I make about how I live my life? I better be strong and do everything on my own, or I better be weak and get everybody to help me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then it goes on and on. Age uh, 12, you flunk a test. And the teacher says, if you studied, you would have done better. And you say, but I did study. What do you think about yourself? I'm a failure. Okay? These are the lies we tell ourselves that literally rule us. But they're not who we are. Who we are is a soul. A soul inside before the illusions we tell ourselves, which means we are love and we are wisdom. That's who we are. So until we tell ourselves these lies. Okay, so the problem is the perception of not when I was talking about not being perfect. Right. It's a perception, of course. Well, that's what it is. We all, our perception is our reality. Uh, you know, it's interesting, though, uh, thinking of life, just thinking about this recently, thinking of life as the life school where we come to learn things, that these uh, negative thoughts and feelings that we get from growing up, perhaps taken from another lifetime, but uh, let's, let's just concentrate on the ones we pick up here. Uh, I believe are there because we probably planned them so that these things would bother us so that we would try to overcome them and that would be our challenges in life. So, you know, not to feel so bad that, you know, we've had, we've all had our own challenges, different, you know, everyone different from others, but uh, to say, well, this is the challenge I've perhaps given myself when I plan my life, and therefore I should have the courage to try to overcome it and see how I feel and how things are when I do. It's scary, 
But it's worth it. It may take a lot of effort, but it's worth it because, you know, if you believe that, that's why we're here, then it makes sense. So let's go the other way and say, well, um, you know, if we're on how if we're uncomfortable being ourselves and we try to be someone else or act like some image or some uh some model of a person an individual that we want to be to feel good you know how would it be if we were ourselves by the way uh it, someone pops in my head um Cary Grant right now if anyone watches movies at all you have to say Cary Grant was like the, the greatest, you know. I think he was rated number two, greatest, you know, best actor, his persona and everything, right? You can't get more perfect than Cary Grant. Wouldn't you agree? I don't know Cary Grant. I don't know him personally. You don't know? You never so saw I, Cary Grant on the screen? Well, anyway, I have seen very him on handsome. the screen as an actor, though. Well, that's just what you I'm see, talking I about. I don't know bear how authentic me. he is no, 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 in no, no. person. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, wait, wait. Because I, I no, no. bring bear up... With me. Be- hold on, hold on. Bear with me yeah. for a second, okay? As a persona, I understand what you're saying. I'm getting that to a second for a second. I'm going to get that to that in a second. As a persona, he was like, you know, as good as it can get, I would think. As a physical specimen, wonderful voice, good actor, right? Mm-hmm. And someone, that, yeah. Yes, well, that's the point. Yes, exactly. So people saw him as that, as this, you know, almost perfect man. And someone said to him once, actually happened. Gee, I'd love to be, you know, Cary Grant. I'd love to be you. I'd love to be Cary Grant. He turned to them and said, "So would I." <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I mean, I, if you want That's to bring where up I was actors, going with this. So he you know, was known to have, you know, he had a tough we've upbringing. We've got Robin Williams. Well, sure. Yeah, but, well, yes, I understand. But Robin Williams wasn't Cary Grant. I mean, Cary Grant was the epitome of cool sophistication, you know, just that, you know, handsome and everything else. But he didn't, inside, he was somebody else. But he, 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 you know, he wasn't himself. He was somebody else. He was this ideal that he created, you know, to be on the screen. But he wasn't. He wasn't really. He didn't feel comfortable. Anyway, the point is, it's prevalent. It's not unusual. People shouldn't feel bad about it. You know, we all done that. I've done that early in my life. I thank God changed a lot. <laughs> Came out of my shell, so to speak. But I worked on it a lot, a great deal. So, so what happens? What do, you know? What happens when we're ourselves? You know, well, I mean, is it going to be a catastrophe? Really when we're yeah. really ourselves, our thoughts, feelings, speech, attitudes, and actions are all in sync. We don't say one thing and do another, or think something and say another. They're all in sync. Mm-hmm. And when we're in sync, we're in alignment with the flow or higher consciousness or our higher self, whatever you want to call it. And mm-hmm. when we're in that state, could be being in a state of equanimity and alignment. That's when we flow with life. We follow our intuition. Life 
goes much smoother. We live it with more ease and joy when you're truly yourself. Yes. Uh, Tony Robbins called it congru- uh, being congruent. In other words, okay. you're outside and you're inside are the same. And then, you know, the, you can't pretty hard to poke holes in that. You know, there you are. Right. Uh, you know, but, you know, it's difficult. It's challenging. But, you know, I mean, people tell white lies just to be polite, and there's nothing wrong with that. We don't want to hurt people's well, feelings. Well, I don't agree with that. You I know, believe we we can be honest, but not brutally honest. I mean, a woman comes home in a new outfit, and it's much too tight on her, and she loves it, and you ask, well, what do you think? And the normal thing would be, oh, it's great. But the reality is if it's too tight on her, people may make fun. People may make comments. And you're you're doing a disservice by not being honest. Clearly your husband never did that with you, obviously. (laughs) You better do it all the time, right? (laughs) Actually, he came in and today I'm wearing like a bright orange shirt and... Uh, blue with bright orange flowers on it. And he says, wow, you look lively. I said, you mean I don't look good? Lively is good. Lively is good, but it's not his normal comment that you look really nice today. (laughs) Okay. You know, but, yeah, we do want compliments. We do want people to tell us we look good. But the reality is if we're not honest, we're in a way doing a disservice. And not only that, I believe very strongly in the power of words and what we say. Mm-hmm. And when we're dishonest, we actually cut ourselves off from the higher states of consciousness. Wow. Well. I understand it's that, but it's, it's, it's tough. That we stay connected. <laughs> I understand, but that's that's most important, I think, when we communicate with ourselves. But you know, it's it's tough. It's it's tough sometimes to 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 go down that you know to to walk that path. I mean, we try our best. So let me ask the question: As long as I mention it here, how do we tell this is true about another person? How can we tell when someone else is not being themselves? Do you have an idea uh, about that? Well, I could, as I far could as say this. other people, I don't think mm. we have to concern ourselves with other people as much as concerning ourselves with our reaction mm-hmm. to them. If they're well, not being themselves, we'll pick up of, some kind of emotional charge. We'll sense something not being right. Contradiction. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, in other words, it could be a miscommunication of saying one thing and doing another. Yeah. We God. sense that they're not congruent, as you said Tony yeah. Robbins yeah. uses. Yeah. Um, they may smirk while they're saying, I love you, and you get a sense that they're not being honest. Mm. Body now, language. Body language, facial expressions, sometimes just energy-wise. We pick up 
a a sense of miscommunication, a, a mixed mm-hmm. message, they might call it. Yes. Where we get yes. mixed messages from people. That's how we can discern whether somebody else is being honest or not, mm-hmm. also through intuition. Mm-hmm. Now, the bigger piece is how do we know when we're in our truth? And this is something I was actually thinking about with several of my clients. Mm-hmm. I, I, do, um, <laughs> I do relationship, a lot of relationship counseling, and when we work on communication, people will come in, like I had one came in, and I think a lot of people can relate to this. My truth is that he's on the computer the minute he gets home. And then he's on his iPhone all night long, and he doesn't pay attention to me. And that's my truth. And I'll usually be very curt and say, no, that isn't your truth. And they'll really get upset with me. That is my truth. How can you tell me what's not my truth? That's a woman talking, I imagine. (laughs) Okay. And And then I'll usually explain our truth is what's going on within us, not what they're doing wrong. Meaning that, how do you feel as a result of him being on the computer all night long and then on the iPhone? Well, Well, the other question is, why is he doing that? You know, maybe... It doesn't uh, matter why he's doing it. Well, I mean, in the sense that perhaps... not communicating from truth, meaning... The way she could communicate to him if she is in her truth is when you sit on, when you go to the computer immediately, what goes on for me is I begin to feel lonely, I feel rejected and then lonely and and sometimes I get scared that you're not happy here. That's truth as opposed to well, my truth is you're on the computer. Maybe's- Maybe someone's no, happy. Uh, the guy went. What I'm saying is, what I, it has nothing to do with him. Your truth is what you're experiencing right. and feeling, I, not what right. he's doing wrong. Right. It's your reaction to what he's doing is your truth. You're feeling sad. You're feeling fear. Whatever the feeling might be, and if you express it that way, as opposed. To, you're always at the computer, and then we make up the lies. You don't care about me. You're only interested in yourself. You don't want to spend time with me. Mm-hmm. She's saying everything about him. She doesn't know where he's coming from. Right. But she does know where she's coming from if she would delve inside. What am I feeling as a result of him going to the computer? And if you express okay. it that way, when you're in your truth, mm-hmm. there's a better chance of him hearing it. Yeah, but it's it's scary to be honest. Oftentimes, you know, people are 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 hiding something about themselves, so they don't want to get into the into that that deeply. I want to just make sure we stay on you know on the topic. I know sometimes we get we can get a little. You know, into the weeds with but it. But the question but, uh, was, how do we know whether we're in our truth? And I'm trying to point out that it's right, when right, right, we right. give 
our reaction okay. to what's going on. Okay. Not okay. what's going wrong with them or not what they're doing wrong. So it's, okay. again, my thoughts, feelings, speech, and actions in sync and what's going on for us. Okay. And that's when you can uh, get a better reaction. Now, as far uh, as, far as who am I, okay, this is where we can say, oh, I'm a daughter, I'm a mother, I'm a sister, I'm a wife. Okay, that's who you are physically. Who am I? And I go back to that we are souls, and part of our souls are embodied lifetime after lifetime. And the big goal is to open to more and more of our souls, to feel more love, to feel more wisdom, Mm -hmm. to feel the goodness within ourselves. Mm Well, one of the other ways to find out about a person, you know, whether how, you know, straightforward they are, how how much of what you see is what you get, is to go through a crisis. And I always tell people, mostly younger people, but it could be anyone who's, you know, con- contemplating a any kind of relationship, uh, business or uh, personal or emotional relationship that you have to really go through at least one crisis with that individual because that brings out the honesty in people. When you go through a crisis, you usually find out what someone's really about, and it's very hard to hide that, those the truths about yourself when, you know, when something is going on. And even the Bible talks about it. You get the truth from people uh, under three circumstances, when they're drunk, when they're angry, or when it relates to money. And, you know, when something happens that's a crisis, then people often uh, will show their true colors. And that's another way to find out about people. Uh, Well, even that term, show their true colors, is in a way an oxymoron because... What we think we are and who we really are are usually two different things. Yeah, but what we show we are, we are. I mean, that's what's going on inside of us. No, what we show is our persona. What we show is our persona, who we think we are, not who we really are. Well, well, we could go back, you know, but we're talking about the reality of of this world. In the context of the reality of this world, that's who we are. You know, we may be able to get to another point within ourselves, but for you know, for all intents and purposes, for practical practicality, you know, that's that's what it is. That's what we. Well, are. see, I I see it differently because if mm-hmm. we can accept that the way we behave, if it's emotionally charged, then we're coming from our persona or our ego. As opposed to, as opposed to, when we're in a state of openness and love, and it doesn't mean being a goody-two-shoes all the time. 
It can mean setting boundaries. It can mean saying no. That's when we're coming from the truth of who we are, that spiritual essence of ourselves. Yeah, but that's a perfect world in the... Almost no one's I think perfect. that's the goal. That's you like you talked about. That's the about goal, exactly. Well, that's what I mean. That's what well, we're here for to learn how to open to more of our soul, to be in that that's, place of lightness, love, and goodness. Mm-hmm. That's I what believe. we're striving for. Right. Right. Okay. No, you know what? What most people, you know, don't understand the the perfections as well as you do. This is what you do, but. You know, for the people listening, you know, from their standpoint, you know, what you see in a person in certain such circumstances is for all intents and purposes who they are. You know, it may not be their perfect being, but it is their being, you know, uh, at the moment. And, and the one, you know, they're going to uh, they're going to be, uh, you know, experiencing. Um, OK, we're getting close so- to the end. You know what, I would love to just add on one real quick thing to that quote by Pierre Thailand. We are not human beings having a spiritual experience. We're spiritual beings having a human experience. And I add, the ultimate is being spiritual beings in human bodies having divine experiences. Because our real goal is to bring the spiritual down to earth. Uh, okay, if we could do that, that's wonderful. So, um, my summary here is that as hard as it is, as challenging as it is, as scary as it is, it is worth being yourself as much as possible. I I've come I've come that journey myself so I know how how afraid and un, uncomfortable I was you know I, who I was uh, many years ago when I was younger but gaining strength you know and getting more comfortable with exactly who I believe I am or certainly much closer than I was and it feels great. You know, it's much easier you don't have to be on guard you know, and, uh, you know, people respond in a positive way for the most part. So I th- it's a worthwhile journey. It's a worthwhile effort. And I think it is part of our uh, journey and and um, learning experience on Earth. I think that's part of it because, you know, how can, how can the end game not be being yourself? You know, I mean, it, we are who we are, so well, we might as well I- get to it. Right. And yeah, right. well, it's what you're saying. It's pretty much the same thing. If you're saying we should be that wonderful, perfect spirit, so being as much of who you really are here as well as on the other side is basically the goal. And that's pretty much what we're talking about, isn't it? Right. right. Okay. Good. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> I got one. I got a. I got a. I got a. A right. Okay. I think I'm gonna quit while I'm ahead here. <laughs> I think you have to quit while you're ahead. We're going beyond. 
Okay, very good. So uh, thank you, Penny Cohen. <laughs> thank for you, being my Paul. guest. And I uh, hope you enjoy the rest of the summer. And thank you, listeners, for listening in. Um, and we're here Wednesdays from 4 to 4 p.m. Just to identify ourselves, you're listening to Getting on Top. I'm your host, Paul Morris. We're on Blog Talk Radio. We have Wednesdays from 4 to 4.30 p.m. And my guest today is Penny Cohen, who is a licensed clinical social worker. Check her out and find her website at www.pennycohen.com. So goodbye for now, and I'm going to play All of Freight Train Freddy by Peter Tazone. Bye now. Bye. He was up each morning with the dawn Because he knew his daily run was long and hard And he had to be ready To get his freight train down the track Determination he would never lack The little locomotive called Freight Train Freddy Everybody was his friend And they all helped him to the end To keep those freight cars rolling along steady He never knew what to expect And was very careful Hey guys, it is Ryan I'm not sure if you know this about me But I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can I like to work, but I like fun too It's a thing And now the truth is out there I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.